Voila. Voila. Episode 33. That's a good number. That's my soon to be age. True. Your birthday is in two months. Less than that. Less than that. It's well, a month away. Almost a month. Sorry. Are we in May? Yeah. God, we're in May. May okay. 6th. And my birthday is <sighs> June 13th. So it is a month, basically. Yeah. What was what big album was there at 33? What? Didn't... Did Rihanna or Adele? Somebody had, a, I feel like, a 33 album. No. no. I th- well, Adele's getting divorced and living a whole new life. I heard about that. A lot of people are talking about how that album is going to be... Fire! Really intense. Which is really unfortunate for her. Yeah. But... But hey, do what you got to do. Maybe yeah. that's what they need to do. So you know what? Here's to the highest good for all involved. Say that again? Here's to the highest good for all involved. Oh, I think you said hot here's, and I was like... Goes to America and what? then learns this new slang and brings it back. I'm trying. I'm the wave. I'm trying to bring the culture with me. You're wavy. Wavy. Sona Musa, are you going first or am I going first? You're going first. Am I? Okay. But we made it to episode 33. And that is, that true. is a big feat. That is true. Uh, now we're back giving the people what they want. Here's to me being better. Amen. Girl. Amen. We're going to, it's going to, this You're this already time, great, don't you? This, this feels like don't. Eminem in that song. Um, Don't sleep on yourself. God, what what does Eminem say? Eminem. Uh, I can't remember the name. I think it's the Love the Way You Lie one. Is that the song? Yes. It is. The uh, narrator says she's looking it up currently. I love the way you lie. And he says next time, there won't be no next time. Precisely. That's kind of how I feel when it's about my slow pace of uploading. Next time, there won't be no next time. (laughs) Nubia is going to get that joke. Live your greatness. we We say that all the time. Hi, Nubia. Um, okay, so I'm doing well. So, yeah, tell me. What's going on? Um, I was recently at home. I did not post about it on Instagram, so my home friends are listening to this. Don't be mad. I'm sorry. Didn't have that much time, so... You're also working, correct? Yes. Um, in other news, have new glasses and have new sunglasses. And I can vouch that your glasses look amazing. Thank you. I'm actually, I'm really, I'm really happy with these purchases. I was told recently that transition lenses are for only pedophiles. (laughs) Sorry, I shouldn't laugh. So Pedophiles or like 19-year-old Kenyan men? Wow. (laughs) Am I wrong? I don't actually. Michelle would back me up on this. I don't know. (laughs) Okay. Um, I can't honestly... I don't know how many 19-year-old Kenny men I've ever really seen, to be fair, so I have no comment. I'm actually, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stretch that out. I'm going to say I just 18 to 25-year-old Kenyan men. Okay. And oh. not in the, like, not of the pedophile variety that's, at that's all. That's a hot take. It's just a fashion statement. Um, so, yes. And so my friend told me that, and my other friend <laughs> said, you need to just get separate glasses. This is, this is too much. Yeah. I've had transition lenses for almost, I think, over 20 years. So the fact that I now have to like go into my bag, take out new glasses, have you both, look fire, have both ready at all times. Yeah, this is going to be another level to adulthood that, you know, I have to now consider. <laughs> but both glasses look really great, so the glow up continues. That's all. That's really the glow biggest, glow. Yeah, that is a pretty big thing for me. Um, thanks for all the friends that gathered me right together. Um, I guess there's really not much that I can think of to share. It's been a pretty low-key few weeks. I've also just traveled, so... Um, also, economy is trash, and I need to do better <laughs> in life. 
I explain this. I just can't. I can't. Oh, sorry. Economy. Sorry, not the. Economy. I thought you were saying like the economy, and I was no, like, no. which one? Because it's also trash depending on where you are. <laughs> economy class oh. on flights is trash. Have you not heard my ways? I know. I know. That's just. That's not. Anyway, here's to luxury. Starting off with glasses and sunglasses may lead to first class. Do you want me to give you a hot premium. tip? Yes. I can give you two hot tips because I've done a whole lot of research into this. Okay. So, obviously, I know you are, but mm. um, for the listeners who are not, um, get yourself signed up immediately to a loyalty points mm-hmm. um, card and system because those bank up really quickly. Um, and now, depending on the credit card you have, you can also add kind of like frequent flyer miles to that. Um, but what I also recommend, what mm. I found out recently, is that if you... So this is like a back office one yeah. tip, and then there's like an actual on the day of your flight tip okay, to increase your chances of getting upgraded. Ooh. So the back office tip is that Turkish Airways has a program where they will match if you get to... So instead of splitting your mm. miles, Turkish Airways has a program where if you get to a certain level in one of their competitors, mm-hmm. they will match, they will give you that level on theirs, which is uh, Star Alliance, right? So that yeah. opens you up to a whole bunch of other... yeah. Airlines. So Turkish out here is really good about the, the benefits. Yeah. Yeah. So just think about trying not to split. Um, and then if you do, like let's say Sky Team, which is like KLM, Kenny mm-hmm. Harris, and Co. If you're quite high on that, then you can that just know that Turkish has a matching program. That's amazing. Which is actually really smart because That's they want so people to come smart. over. Yeah. Oh, they know what they're doing. They know guys. exactly what they're doing. Well done. Yeah. Okay. Um, so that's my back end mm. suggestion. And my day of suggestion is if you're like me and you need a special meal, mm. don't get yourself a special meal because you're less likely to get upgraded um, because oh. they have to serve you the food that they've offered. And yes, in theory, somebody can walk back up, like walk from the back. Like let's say you ordered a vegetarian meal and you're in economy. Mm. Um, they have to have that class of food in business or in first. Um, so they don't just bring you your meal from the back, so you're less likely to get upgraded. Oh. So one of the tricks is to not order food ahead of time. So you may die of your allergy, but you'll die in first class. And I don't see a lose there. <laughs> At least you went out on top. <laughs> Literally on top and in style. Oh, hilarious. Okay. So those are my two hot takes on getting points. I also heard that your best life. looking nice, when they're looking to upgrade someone, if you look presentable apparently that helps because it shows that you're not going to be a rabble rouser and just and like disturb the rich so i feel like people will treat you better um but i think the way that it happens most upgrades happens are through a back-end system so they've already identified uh especially if the flight's oversold who like it's not a random lottery yeah even though sometimes it feels like it is I know. Have I? I don't remember. Have I told the story on the podcast about the, the only time I've been on first class? Shaken, not stirred? Yeah. Have I don't I, know because we've talked about that joke so many times that I don't even remember. I know. Well, I'll just say it anyway. Yeah. And then listeners, well, you know, there might be new folks. It's okay. Welcome. Might be new to all of us. Um, so basically, I was, I was studying abroad my freshman summer of college. And <laughs> it was a really long journey. So it was... New York to London to Madrid to Bilbao. Where's Bilbao? In Spain, northern Spain. Oh, yeah, yeah. Basque country. Yeah. And on the way back, I was Bilbao, Madrid, Madrid, London, London, JFK, mm-hmm. and uh, New York. 
And then on the flight, I had to because London was my last point of departure before the United States. I had to take my bag out and then go through security again、mm-hmm. because my country has a lot of rules when it comes to these things. So did that, and then at the desk, the guy asks me, "Do you want to be bumped up to first class?" And I say. Well, first in my mind, I'm like, first, do people say no to this question ever?、Yeah. Like, do people say no, 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 no? Please, I want to stay rooted with the plebs. No, like, so, anyway,、um, and I don't even know if I answered yes. I think I just looked dumbfounded. I'm like, huh? <laughs> so I, he was like, I'll take that as a yes. Yeah. So I got bumped up, and oh my gosh, that was you never want to go back. 2006. I have not tasted first class since, but from what I remember, oh, feels like yesterday. It was beautiful. Um, I watched the film "She's the Man" with Channing Tatum and Amanda Bynes, which is a hilarious film. And I also,、um, because and I wasn't much of a drinker, and I'm still not. Yeah. But I definitely wasn't back then. And I, because I'd watched many Bond movies slash Sex in the City,、mm-hmm. I asked for a Cosmo shaken, not stirred. <laughs> Oh God, that's good. Which, if anyone, even if you're not a drinker, you probably know that doesn't sound right. Yeah. And if you are a drinker, you definitely know that doesn't sound right. <laughs> what, so, did, what did the flight attendant say? They just laughed, and you know, I'm sure they were. Did they like, think you were being、hard. funny? Ah, no, because I think I was too earnest. <laughs> so I'm sure she just kind of went back to the、uh, the little bay where they all hang out and、yeah. was like, "Oh, we've got a newbie <laughs> in aisle two." If you couldn't tell from her young looks, I know, and I look babyfaced now. Can you imagine me 15 years ago? Yeah. Anyhow,、uh, wow. so that's, that's my that's my first class story. Any, and now every time I fly or any of your friends fly, you tell us ask for our drink shaken on stir. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> for that orange juice. <laughs> yeah.、Ah. Uh, but that's about it for me. Okay. Um. Well. What is there to be said that hasn't already been said? Now it's your turn to say that. <laughs>、um, yeah, I guess I've definitely had the like worst months of my life.、Um, I can yeah officially say that.、Mm-hmm. Um, we'll go into this further in another episode because it's yeah just too much right now. Um, but I know you know this.、Um, mm-hmm. But for the listeners, my dad passed away. Um, fairly, he was unwell for a little bit,、um, but it was really unexpected for him to pass. And yeah, it's just it's a very hard time for me and my family.、Um, as you know, and as kind of the listeners know, my family is like the number one most important thing in my life.、Um, and so I am in a place where I'm like just barely staying afloat. Um, and I'm trying,、mm-hmm. and I'm going to therapy and grief counseling.、Um, but yeah, like my life will never be the same. And yeah, I just don't have the energy yet. I think to talk, and we we will on another episode because I think grief is a really important thing、mm-hmm. to talk about.、Um, but I guess what I will say in kind of like a moment of gratitude is that people. My friends and family、um, have been pretty wonderful in the worst period of my life,、um, so there's that to be grateful for. So that's all I'm going to say f- about that now.、Um, but I definitely will talk about it more、um, in future episodes. Sorry, Boo. 
Thanks. Yeah. Life is really, really, really shit sometimes. <sighs> yeah. But I will say, and this is not to extend this conversation, but what I do want to say is that I've, already, I've always known you've had grace, but I feel like I've seen a new level to your grace in recent months, um, which has been really profound um, and something that I am quite proud. I'm proud of sounds condescending, but, <laughs> but I think you know the word I'm trying to get. I don't know. Maybe it's inspi- inspiring is the word. I'm not sure. Words kind of fail me at this moment, but it, it's been, yeah, I've been in awe of, I think, how you have begun to process all of this. Um, and that is all I will say, because I know that you don't want this to be a longer conversation. Thanks, boo. We will, we'll talk about details more okay. later. Yeah. Um, should we then just go right into rising and still rising? Yes. Yes, we can. Okay. So your turn, your favorite. Uh, yeah. So I, <sighs> um, yeah, try and find positive moments throughout the day um, because I know we all have days where and months, weeks and months and years sometimes where like mm-hmm. life is just shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but one of the things that I'm like really excited about and was one of the things that I saw this morning is that our homie brother. Kenyan cousin, Eliud. Oh, yes. Kipchoge? Kipchoge. Kipchoge. Um, Has announced that he, and so he's won the London Marathon. He set a new world record at the Berlin Marathon. Mm -hmm. This man is like fast as fast can be. The goat. And is also literally the greatest of all time. He's the fastest marathoner in the world, Mm -hmm. ever, in the history of the world. And he's said that he, so he's announced that he wants to break the two-hour barrier for a marathon, which is never been done in history we he's yeah he needs to drop his time significantly like when you get to that level of elitism or like elite being an elite athlete um it's really hard to shave off right like even milliseconds and so he's gonna have to shave off some time like three minutes right or something i think it's 28 seconds was his last marathon two hours and 28 seconds i think so get out yeah, but not every course is the same, and so some qualify. So not his Berlin one wasn't. Sorry, his his um, his Berlin time was fast, and his yeah faster than his London time. Actually, I'm gonna look it up right now. Okay, Eliud Kipchoge. Yeah, so. Oh, so this was, sorry, I misspoke. Um, so he broke the world record in Berlin last year mm-hmm. in two hours and two minutes and 38 seconds. So he, so that's the fastest time record in history. He needs to bring his time down two minutes and 38 seconds, okay. which is unheard of. That's a lot of time. Yes. Um, like milliseconds are a lot of time with elite athletes. Yeah, so yeah, just yeah. imagine, but he's committed to doing that. And I just think it's like, what a beautiful I don't know, gift to humanity. I know that sounds like really grandiose, but it's incredible that one, like when you watch him run, he's like, it's almost like he's floating. It looks so effortless, but he works so incredibly hard. Um, And yeah, I'm really out there for non-Africans, but primarily Africans. (laughs) I'm rooting for everybody African. (laughs) I'm rooting for everybody African and everybody black. Um, 
Yeah, to just like smash what we we're told can't be done. So Oof. we'll be following be you incredible. closely. Yeah, I would love to go and watch it in real life. Let's see. What about you? So that's our that's our rising. That's our bright spot on the continent. Eliud, we're rooting for you. I am rooting for him, but I'm also I'm not gonna lie. I'm rooting for everybody African, but I really root for Ethiopians too more, I think. So I would really like an Ethiopian to do it. But that's okay if he does, it'll be great and I'll be just fine. But just fam. I'm, I'm just saying I he's, wouldn't he's crushing the game right now. I am just saying, I am just saying that I wanna be honest. This is my whole self. <laughs> <laughs> Come as you are. Come I'm coming as I am. Um and he's only 34, which is also wild. How is that in marathon years? Is that a That's that, probably like is old. That old in that sport? I don't know. It's probably well, mid, mid age, middle. Yeah, it's probably mid. Because okay. Mo Farah is also. I have actually no idea about these. Not things. a spring chicken. I really, I one of these days I'll run. One of these days, I feel like I have everything I need to succeed. I just need to get my act together. Oh, you got this. One of these days. Don't hold me to it, listeners, because life. Um, so I, my story is not so much. A, it's a, it's kind of funny. Okay. Um, but it's still rising. But it is it still rising, nevertheless. Um, but it's it's inter- it was an entertaining, but then at times kind of sad. Um, but we had a, a Kenyan sister on Ellen not too long ago. I love her. <laughs> so have we talked about this? No, we have not. Oh, I have very strong feelings about our homegirl. But we're, we're, tell the, tell yeah. the people. So. Um, Achiang is a Kenyan girl who uh, was on Ellen not too long ago and looked beautiful on Ellen, by the She's way. A fly. Had a great, great, great look. And she made it to Ellen because she shared that... So first, let's say that Ellen in the month of May is giving away money to people. That's I think from Walmart, which is like the, from big, Walmart. the biggest gag of this whole I thing. Would pay people a minimum wage. Just pay your employees. Or a living wage, and not even minimum taxes. Wage. Yeah. I don't want you to give 50,000 USD to Ellen listeners, but that's... Or do both. Get you a corporate that can do both. Thank you. Anyhow. A body corporate. A body. <laughs> which is like South Africa's favorite word, is the body corporate. <laughs> really? We'll get to elections, yeah. Okay. Uh, that's coming soon. Oh, okay, sorry. That's the, yeah, yeah. M- the, main, the main meat of, of the episode 33. Um... So she tells Ellen that she learned um, English from watching The Ellen Show. And, <laughs> and she also talked about how she has many jobs. So she's an admissions counselor at a university. She babysits for two families. She washes cars. She cleans houses. She's an Uber driver. And she also teaches English to international students. So girl is booked and busy. She has a full schedule. Now, um... And then she was reunited with her family. So her brother had hadn't seen her in two years, um, and they were supposedly on a phone call. The connection went out. Omg, what's about to happen? <laughs> oh my gosh! You know who invented that? Oprah. Yeah. That like that yeah. dramatic daytime. Yeah. What's about to happen? Don't surprise? you remember? Look the, under your seat. The one D's girl. No. Who talked about? I believe the genocide, and then she reunited that girl with her family on Oprah. Oh, I definitely missed up her. Yes. She, that girl actually wasn't... It, we went to the same university. I want to say we overlapped, but she I'm not She had not seen sure. her family since the genocide? I think so. That's wild. I know. I was like, that's a little too much. Like, they... That, can they need give a them private the, moment. Give them yeah. the green room. Like, come on now, son. Like, fine. Do the moment. Well, well that's done. great. Well but done. anyhow. That's another Sorry. 
we're, 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 yeah, a lot of Africans on these daytime TV shows. <laughs> but anyhow, um, so this story comes out, the video comes out, and then Kenyans on Twitter immediate, immediately. Receipts, 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 receipts. My goodness, come for this child. And so they say, first, well, this is actually true. You, uh, most Kenyans do not need Ellen to learn English, I would say. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kenyan, or English is the medium of instruction in Kenyan schools. It's not to say that all Kenyans speak English, because not all Kenyans go to school, but in terms of access to English education, uh, it, it is a former British colony, and the Brits do speak English. It is an Anglophone African country, so it's also English. Uh, so that was one thing that um, the list, or KOT Kenyans on Twitter, which have, have provided many a great moment over time, um, came for her for. Uh, and then um, there was also, they also, but I didn't like certain aspects of it. So this is why it's in Africa Rising. So one, it's the fact that I think Ellen basically, so I think it's less about Achiang. Ach, oh God, I'm not saying her name right. Achiang, right? I feel like I'm not putting the right emphasis on that or I'm not saying the I well enough. Anyway, this young lady, mm-hmm. I think it's less about her mm-hmm. and more about Ellen. Uh, yeah. So I think Ellen had a story that she wanted and homegirl fits said story. Mm-hmm. I don't think... And a great head wrap too. And she looked great doing it. I don't think... Now, if she had said she perfected her English by watching Ellen, I think maybe... KOT would have been like, okay, like that's because it's true. I have many friends who say they learned English watching The Simpsons yeah, yeah, yeah. or through the soap operas that we have in the U.S., et cetera, et cetera. You know, like, but you know, I can also imagine that you're in the lights. You're not really being precise with your language in this moment. You have an audience. There's a lot going on. So I'm trying to have grace because this is growth, right? I'm trying to show that this is not maybe necessarily all her fault, but Twitter. They do not have patience. None. So what they did was they found her Instagram, and now they're saying, but you know, she's been to Machu Picchu, and she's been to this, so she's not struggling, da 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 And now I'm just wondering how much of it is like hateration, and how much of it is- 99.9% hateration. Because they never said, she didn't say she was destitute. No. She just said she had a lot of jobs, yeah. which is true. And those all those jobs can probably pay for a trip to Machu Picchu. And just because you're poor doesn't mean you can't have a good time. I could, if, I if, even if you are poor, yeah. right? Which I, she's not maybe poor in this case. Yeah. Like she's not destitute or maybe in need. Yeah. But, but she's working many jobs. But she works many jobs. So she is paying for her rent and then she's paying for her life after the incidentals and after the, you know, the required yeah. and things. And you know what? We don't know her costs. Let's be real honest. It's real expensive to go to school in America. Well, she also just graduated. So she, maybe okay. she's paying loans. Yeah. Etc. And then people are like, oh, you know, her fam- she saw her family last year because they came for graduation. And technically it was the brother, I believe, who said they hadn't seen each other in two years. It wasn't the parents who said that. Also, why so, are we trying to rip her down? So this whole thing, I was just like, just let the girl live. Yeah. I'm not saying like, although I could, there are some people who are saying, but you're making Kenyans look bad as if we don't speak English. Like, mm, I mean. That's I, more about Ellen and less about Etienne. But that's the thing. They're not blaming Ellen. Yes. They're, they're showing this girl's Instagram feed. Not Ellen. And herein lies the problem. And that's the issue. And so actually, your South African sister wrote an article about this, which I will share in the description. Which South African sister? Uh, Her name is Sisonke. Okay. I don't know how you say her last name, but I'm not going to try. But she was a Yale World Fellow, which is how I met her originally. Nice. Um, 
So she says, Ellen DeGeneres wanted an African story. Achiango Gutu obliged. Don't hate the player, though. Hate the game. Yeah? Um, Can I add a personal favorite quote tweet? Sure. Uh, Achiang, comma, get that imperialist money. <laughs> Finesse. And I was like, yep. I think that, I was actually thinking that proverb of the week is something about Achiang, finesse. Like, something. So, there you go. Done. Um, so, Ellen, this is now Sisonke's words, not mine, okay? So, quote, Ellen was grinning from ear to ear as only Ellen can. Her first question was straight out of the white savior playbook. Quote, end quote, no, quote. <laughs> I hear you learn English from watching my show. End quote. <laughs> the subtext was clear. Ellen was thrilled to know that somewhere in the dark corner of Africa, she had inspired a child to learn English. It is one thing to touch American hearts, but quite another to change the entire life of a poor African child. I cocked an eyebrow, and Achie, no, sorry, as Achieng detailed how she had watched performers on Ellen's show and written down the lyrics as a way to learn the white man's language. Eh? English is the medium of instruction in Kenyan schools. Even Shang, the, na- the nation's Swahili-based Creole, is full of English words. Anywhere, anyway, I ignored the red flag waving in front of me as brightly as Achieng's jumpsuit because it's Ellen, and you only watch Ellen to smile. And to be honest, Achieng's exuberance was as infectious as El- her Ellen-inspired twang. Okay? Um... Now, the problem, this, I'm skipping a paragraph. The problem was, of course, that Ellen simply could not process Achiang without imposing a narrative on her. The notion of Achiang learning English in a cyber cafe and the idea of her parents selling everything for her to go to school, these are ap- apocryphal stories. Oof, that word. Yeah. The kind of tropes that make Africans legible to white people. These tales adorn us like garments. Without them, we are worse than naked. We are invisible and indescribable. Achiang's social and econ- economic equivalent in America would have never captured would have never captured Ellen's attention. Achiang, bright, bubbly, middle-class kid, found herself being cast as a plucky, impoverished heroine who had be- overcome great odds to make it to America. Meanwhile, check out her Instagram, and it's clear that Achiang is living her best life. She's no elite kid, but she's certainly not the villager Ellen assumed her to be. Um, so I'll save the re- I'll save I'll put the link in so you can read the rest of it because I don't want to spend the episode reading this article. But I think this article. Um, has some fair points, and I think we should just leave her alone. I, I don't think she did anything super wrong. It's 50K, although K, KOT was like, just wait for KRA to come. <laughs> so petty, KOT. KRA is Kenya Revenue Authority. For the American listeners, that's your IRS, Internal Revenue Service. Basically, that's how you get your taxes paid. Um, again, I don't necessarily, I, yeah, I don't think Achieng necessarily did anything super wrong. Uh, she definitely didn't do anything wrong. I think she fit into what producers wanted and she got 50k so i don't understand why we're not celebrating this she's like, it, celebrating her and having larger questions about ellen well ellen i think is at, at this moment not untouchable status but she's i think she's i i think people kind of give her a pass for a lot of things Certain people, the whole Kevin Hart thing, people did not give her a passport. Yeah. Certain people did not give her a passport. Yeah. And by certain people, I mean the black people did not give her a passport. The pass. blacks? Did not give her a passport yeah, for we giving like, Kevin Hart without no. checking with us yeah. slash them. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I'm just saying, leave the girl alone. Stop doxing her. Stop posting her Instagram photos. It's, if it's public, people will see it anyway. You know, she. There, I don't really think it was that big of a deal. There are other people to focus on. Worrying there, about Walmart there, 50K. There are many. So... But, you know, I guess on a news day that's slow, this is, it fits, but. 
And also KOT can be really funny, but they can also really ravage people. Yeah, yeah, no, it works both ways. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think you laugh mostly if they don't talk about you. Yes. <laughs> but when you stop laughing. And then it's like, oh, wait, that was actually mean. Yeah. Um, okay. That's your so that's rising. my, that's my still rising. So A, why, you know, yeah. I mean, I don't want to say that rising goes to Ellen because if she wants to give out 50K, I'm not going to sneeze at it. But it's the narrative around. But Yeah. Poor African kids. Yeah. It's like, and we're still here. And maybe a Kidogo due diligence, like a little bit. Maybe yeah. not. You can but, give 50K to whoever you want. It's just, I guess, like, I don't mean due diligence in the way of, like, verifying what she's saying is true. I mean due diligence in the way of, like, the narrative that you're creating around that situation. Yeah. So we'll see. I mean, I don't know who else has gotten money from me, but... We shall see. But uh, I will say the last part of this, this op-ed, which is, in the end, Acheng's smartest move was choosing to go on Ellen because we all know what would have happened if she had come telling Trevor those stories. Not Trevor. Because Walmart doesn't support. I could be wrong. I don't know that. What? Let's wait till the next election. Does Trevor give away money on a show? I don't think so. But what, she, what the writer is getting at, though, is that Trevor would have seen right through it. Yeah. Or she wouldn't have been on that show in the first place. Because he, being a man of the continent, has more yeah. discernment. Like whiskey drinkers. Yeah. Okay. Keep walking. Um, shall we? To the meat of the episode? Yeah. Uh, do you want to talk about Dem Thrones? Yes. Game of Thrones. Yeah, I got that far. Okay. But Dem, Dem Thrones is black Game of Thrones, right? Yes. It's Would black you, Twitter Game of Thrones. You've told me a little bit about this, but I really have not been well-versed. So I do not watch Game of Thrones. I do, however, watch, watch Dem Thrones. <laughs> I've only watched one or two episodes of the actual show. Okay. I read Dem Thrones <laughs> religiously. <laughs> and one of the benefits of being in the U.S. for two weeks was that the certain ep- for two episodes, I got to be in real time. That's amazing. Which was, and mind you, I have HBO in my house. Whoa. Did not watch it. Still watch Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> and I just, first of all. Are you watching Twitter? I'm, like, is that? Yes. Okay. I'm just reading people's tweets about the show, and that's how I know what's happened. Okay. And I'm still somewhat invested, despite the fact that I've only committed maybe two hours of my life okay. to this program. It probably means it's that good then. Oh, my God. People are dem, funny. Dem, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and one, okay, there's two things here. One. I'm just, it's really endearing to see so many people excited about something. Yeah. There's very few things that can bring together yeah. so many different people. Yeah. So that's just really nice. It's like the World Cup is every four years. And Lost hasn't been around for years. It's very, like, I think 15 million people watched the Battle of Winterfell episode. Okay. I think 15, either 15 or 18. Watched it live. And then millions more watched it in the coming yeah, in the next yeah, yeah. week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So to have that many people focused on something, I don't know, I just, I really like that. And it's really, it's really great to see a lot of grown-ass human beings yeah, excited yeah. about something. Especially, like, some of the bah humbugs in my life yeah. who are so geeked out about these episodes. And, like, you see? Well, you do have, you, yeah, like, you, a little light in there, Exactly, Grinchy. yeah. It's really, anyway. Let your Christmas light shine. Exactly. And number two, I just, it's just hilarious. And if you don't read Dem Thrones... And you are a Game of Thrones fan. I highly encourage you to watch it. Slash read it. Do you have some personal faves? 
Uh, ooh, I don't have any. Th- oh, that's a good question. I don't know. I have faves, but I can't really think of them at the moment. Okay. Unfortunately, I wasn't prepared on that. My son. I was gonna be like, no spoiler alert. Yeah, I'm not sure except- how people are, how far folks are, but just yeah. Anyway, are you a Game of Thrones person? Um, I mm, so I've watched. This is a really interesting thing about my personality. Okay. Wow, we're getting deep. Yeah. So normally, I'm actually quite organized. Okay. Except for Sudoku. Okay. And Game of Thrones watching. Which so I don't do either of those things chronologically. Uh, okay. So like, if I get a Sudoku book, I'll just pick a random one in the middle, as opposed to starting from the beginning and going all the way to the end. Uh huh. Okay. And every time, just pick a new random one. Sure. Which doesn't fit with the rest of my life. Okay. Because I'm pretty organized. Sure. With Game of Thrones, I watch whatever I want. So you've never watched the first season? No, I did. I just didn't watch it in chronological order. Interesting. Yeah. And what is it about Game of Thrones that's inspired this? I felt like I needed to, like, do it. Like, I wanted to know what was happening. Okay. To be part of the conversation in brackets. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, And if I had been witty, like, quick enough, I could have been on Dumb Thrones. Oh, you should do it now, retroactively. It'll be great. Like give the backwards play-by-play? No, just want, just get into it now. Just go on Twitter, type in hashtag Dem Thrones. Okay. And just, yeah. I, I mean, you'll know everything that happened in the episode that just happened, but. Yeah, but I already do because I'm on the internet. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I haven't watched, I've watched one episode this season. I haven't watched anything else. Okay. I've watched all episodes. Sorry, that's not true. I watched one episode this season, and then I've watched probably three quarters of the episodes um, in this, the previous seasons, but just not in order. Okay. I, it's, yeah. I like, like, surprise Black storytelling. Black people are so funny. My God. Black people are really funny. Woof. Nothing like our humor. I agree. Um, I just realized I didn't... Oh, no. Sorry. Your turn. Okay. um i guess i just want to talk about like travel okay so you know everybody's out here trying to be on the gram living their best travel life i'm a micro influencer you're what a micro influencer you influence on yeah micro micro leave however yeah hey girl um but I went to Zimbabwe and I went to Senegal um, and didn't tweet about it. Or sorry, didn't <laughs> post about it. <laughs> okay. Um, and yeah, it's just kind of an interesting experience experiencing stuff and not doing it for the gram. Uh-huh. So like taking photos, but being very conscious of, and being intentional about like, this is not going to go up on, on the gram. And does that change the type of photos you take does that change when you're taking photos and for me i found it just like your nudes ha okay just kidding (laughs) i was like wait a second (laughs) no i was just saying there are certain moments that you do not share but you do i'm not you as in you namusa yeah general the royal you anyway go on (laughs) um no i thought you were saying like with nudes like anyways i'm uh, yes we're digressing we're here now (laughs) um but yeah man People do not travel enough in this continent. Why? Because there's like such beautiful places. Oh, yes, that's true. And like, yeah, like I had never been to Vic Falls. um, Oh, I still haven't been. 
Girl, it's life changing. Like you Did you do the devil's pool thingy? No, because it's not the right season. Okay. And also I'm not the one. It's like tempting fate. I've had too many moments in the last Okay, fair. You're yeah. right. <laughs> Say no I more. Just, fair. Mm, now is not the time for me to tempt fate. Sure, sure. And like me and God are currently having terse conversations, if I'm being hundred percent honest. Mm-hmm. So I feel like yeah, until me and God are in a better place, mm-hmm. I should not be tempting fate. It's interesting. In Iguazu, which is the really big waterfall in Paraguay, Brazil, and Argentina, I want to say, mm-hmm. um, it's not the devil's pool. It's called the devil's throat. It's like I'm wondering why they choose Satan for these metaphors for a waterfall. Because you probably will die most of the time. Well, not most of the time, but like... Well, that doesn't mean Satan's involved. If you do it right, hopefully he isn't. I right? Don't know. This is something to research. I will get into it. Sorry. Yes, I digress. Um, yeah. So Victoria Falls is the is a world heritage UNESCO World Heritage Site. Uh, there's multiple falls. So there's one place you get to where you can see 13 falls. Ooh. Yeah. It's it makes you feel very small in a very big, like yeah, yeah, very big way. Um, and then like you can there's the bridge with zambia and that people bungee jump off of Woo! that's that is where i am not, not the my one ministry ever ever not only tempting fate <laughs> but i also just do not like the idea of scaring myself for fun i don't find any and maybe this is just the way that i'm like wired yeah like actually the way that my body is wired <laughs> being scared does nothing for me in fact it makes me well it does stuff for me but not excitement at all it makes me like yeah want to like go back into the womb (laughs) (laughs) do you do roller coasters i have but i don't like it like i don't like i don't like scary movies same i don't like watching like this is also why game of thrones i had to watch them selectively like i was watching continuously until like there was rumors of the rape scene and i was like ooh, i can't like yeah that's one of the reasons I actually didn't really get into it. The first few seasons, yeah. I knew there was a lot of gratuitous violence and there was rape in there. I'm like, you know, life is hard enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't need to watch that. Uh, but it seems like there's, well, there's still people dying, but there's less rape. It seems like sex these days is consensual in Westeros. Yeah. So that. Who would have thought? So that's, that's a good development. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't like, I do not like being scared. So bungee, there's not, like you could not pay me enough to throw myself off of. I'm one of those people, though, I find it feels to me skydiving is safer than bungee jumping. I would go skydiving. I would never, let me not say never. I would not go bungee jumping. So the Kenyan government, speaking of skydiving, I don't know if you're following this. The Kenyan government, there was an incident. Yes, I heard. Somebody died. (laughs) Yeah. Unfortunately. In Kenya, skydiving. Yes. Yes. In the coast. So they've shut down skydiving. um, Definitely. Yeah, at that particular, which was, I think, one of... Yeah, I was going to say that. How many people, op- how many operators were there? I th- well, there's now questions, and we don't know until we get all the information back, which we probably will never get, let's be honest. Um, <laughs> but we don't know if they were, they were licensed, but it was unclear about... Wait, seriously? Yeah. What? No, like, the, I think the thing is, like, they had all their safety stuff in place. Okay. But it was like, should they have been able to have a business license in the first place? Because the people who came, the person who died mm. was part of another country's military <gasps> and came into the country on a tourist visa. So there's like all this speculation of, was it like a military exercise? There was like all this, and it's unclear. 
Oh, well, gosh. Yeah. Okay. So there was like diplomatic, so small diplomatic row. I did not realize that that person was in the military. First of all, considering... They were all in the mi- military who were jumping. Considering this happened in Kenya, I feel like we would hear much more about it, that somebody mm-hmm. died skydiving. You have heard almost nothing. Yeah, yeah. Which is, cr- like, mind-boggling. Yeah. But you can't skydive right now from... From, okay. Yeah. Got it. So, don't worry. Don't have to scare yourself. <laughs> um, but yeah, Victoria Falls is incredible. Um, oh, right. That's what we were talking about. Yeah, and the wildlife was also incredible. Uh, we did a river cruise on the Zambezi, which was also really beautiful. And like, uh, people can fight me on this, and I'm sure people will. Best sunsets in the world. Uh oh. Zimbabwe, hands down. Really? And I have been to so many places in this world and seen so many sunsets. The best sunsets I've ever seen are in Zimbabwe. Where in Zimbabwe? Like in a park or in Harare? Both in a park, but also in Harare. Okay. Or in like Bulawayo. Like mm. I've I've never been and like palatial hmm. sunsets. I've never put those two words together. I was gonna say that's an but interesting like, combo. It's a yeah, like okay. life changing. And the clouds seem lower for some reason, which doesn't make sense because huh, you don't have really high parts of Zim really. Like in Kenya, in Nairobi, we're much higher up than a lot of the continent, right? Yeah. Or in Addis, we're much higher. We would be much higher up. Yeah. Ooh, those sunsets. Okay. If that's where you're trying to trap anybody <laughs> romantically, God. which is the term we use for hook up with somebody. Engage. No, I thought trapping meant you want No, sorry. Marriage. Hook up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hook up in a formal way, not hook up in a bodily parts way. Sorry, what? Say that again. one more time. I just, so I like, like kind of zoned out, I think. Not, <laughs> hook up, not meaning sex. Okay, okay, okay. Gotcha. Like, connect with somebody. Uh-huh. All right. Well, whatever you want to be out there doing. Sure. Those Zimbabwe sunsets. There you go. Don't say I didn't do anything for you. Done. Yes. Or whomever you want to be doing things to you. Um, All right. So, Zim, incredible. Incredible, incredible, incredible. There's so many things that were... Never been, but I will It's move it up the list. I think many people should move it up their list. Also, very safe. People queue. What? <laughs> <laughs> People actually queue and wait. <laughs> don't wait. Don't wait. And it die. didn't just happen once. It happened multiple, multiple times. times. And you're like, what is going on? That's pretty dope. Yeah. Well done, Zim. Yeah. Way to wait in those lines. And people queue in quiet, <laughs> which I also appreciate. Oh, dear. Obviously, like, as Zimbos, we have a lot of other stuff going on. Which we'll talk about on the podcast in a future moment, but like... That's true. Notably the economy and currency, but you know. I mean, you can't have it all. <laughs> but we do have. But you do have. Queuing in a beautiful country. Yes. There's also potentially going to be, very likely going to be a drought in Zimbabwe, which is... Seriously? Bueno. Yeah. Gosh. Yeah. And there's flooding in northern Zambia and droughts in southern. Because cyclone... Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. if people aren't recycling now... You're just a jerk. I mean, I, yeah. Mozambique had two cyclones in the last. Yeah, no, and nobody's really talking about Mozambique. I mean, they are truly suffering. And continuously. Yeah. And it's because the weather patterns are changing. And apparently the weather patterns are changing across the whole East Coast, like all of East Africa, because what's happening is like the rains that we should have experienced in Kenya are being sucked by the cyclones or being pulled further south hmm. and then per- pulled further inland. 
This is not related, but it's nature, so I'm going to mention it. There was also the earthquake tremor that was in Nairobi. Oh, I was in Canada. I did not feel it at all. I was dancing in my room. No joke. That's exactly what I was doing. And my roommate ran down and said, did you feel that? I'm like, what are you talking about? It's like, there was an earthquake. I'm like, where? It's like, in Nairobi. I'm like, this one? What are you talking (laughs) about? This year? Nairobi? Yeah, I was like, uh, no, I didn't. She was like, as I was just in my room dancing. She was like, well, were you very aggressively dancing? I mean, I was enjoying myself. Yeah. I wouldn't say I was more aggressive or less aggressive. We're than both usual. feet on the ground at the same time. Mo- for the most part, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I just, I completely missed it. But yeah, there was a tremor in Nairobi, four point something. Yeah, girl. I was- <laughs> My best friend was like, wait, that's an option? I was like, I guess it is. We <laughs> that's all- an option. It is the Rift Valley. Oh. Um, Which we're all going back to the maker eventually. <laughs> yeah, because the valley's coming back. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But we got a couple hundred years, apparently. Do we? Yeah. Well, I think, well, I don't know. Well, Capitalism is going to die before then, yeah, so. Yeah, yeah we'll it's be fine. fine. Or not. Yeah. Um, and then I also went on another trip to a really beautiful place. Um, to Senegal. Oh, love that place. Can I just say... If I spoke French, my God. Sen- so I do speak French, which is mm. was lovely. Accouchement. <laughs> Sorry. Wild. Um, people are so damn regal. Yeah. Like, that's the... Like, no matter where you were... And because the textile industries haven't been decimated, from what I understand, mm-hmm. completely, like, a lot of other mm-hmm. African countries have been flooded yeah. in the market with low-cost... Um, stuff that's donated like secondhand clothes that are then and also fabrics yeah people have like be you like regardless of your socioeconomic status mm-hmm. you could be on like a donkey cart in the middle of a <laughs> literally in the middle of the desert mm. looking regal and like full like your head's wrapped you're wearing like what I assume looks like your Sunday's best which is probably just another Tuesday. For sure, it's their Tuesday best. Or Tuesday med- mediocre. Yeah, not even trying that hard. I was just like, the French, the West, a- French West Africans have figured something out. Well, West Africa, the ECOWAS have for sure figured <laughs> the out. The Francophone ECOWAS. Yeah. But that's not true. Nigerians dress really well, too. They're yeah, trads yeah, those, and those, stuff. That's why I'm saying ECOWAS. Yeah. So I'm putting Nigeria in there, too. Okay. Um, but yeah, man, trads. Short for traditional. I... Where? My plus one to this is that the best dress flight I've ever been on was to a French country. Was Nairobi to Dakar. Yeah. Me as well. Stopping to Abidjan. Uh, there was in a Abidjan. stop in Abidjan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that flight, though, oh my God. And everybody is. Everyone. And this is except how you can tell who the Anglophones me. are versus who the <laughs> Francophones are. Like where they're. So not. You can tell where people are coming from. Yes. They looked so... Everyone looked so good. The print, the color. It was amazing. And, like, regardless of if you're in, like, traditional wear or you're just wearing, like, your every... Like, with, like, the wash with the small band. <laughs> you fancy. You fancy, huh? So... Well done, Senegal. Also, go to Senegal. Nobody paid me to say that, but the food is amazing. People are nice. I concur. I had yassa poisson. Oh, which is not yasa poulet, but I don't eat chicken. But I had like, man, onions and like piment. Who knew that onions tasted so good? Guys, I'm telling you, find a Senegalese rice. restaurant near you. 
Seriously. The food's really good. Really good. Um, I was there over the jazz festival, which was also really yes. good. Yes. We stayed with San this, Louis Jazz. Yeah, incredible woman, um, Marie Caroline, who was on, hosted actually one of the last episodes or in the last season with Anthony Bourdain. Ah. Yeah. So we, she has a beautiful boutique hotel in St. Louis. If anybody's ever out there, okay. go stay with her. Very cool. It's wonderful. She's like such a character, like mm. a madame of the house. I don't know how to explain it other than Yeah. No, that, that works. Um, and she's just like loving and warm and great. And her place is beautiful. Like she's done this kind of like industrial la chic design mm. in Dakar. And how was your French? Sorry, in, in St. Louis. How was the French? I was, I was fine. Yeah. The first day I was like, woo, my recall on that French. F for keep working at it. Um, <laughs> and then by day two, I was like, good to go. Good. I was like conjugating verbs and, hey. you know, trying to find the technical term for agricultural inputs. If I spoke French, I would move to Senegal yesterday. I'm surprised you're here and you speak French. I loved Dakar. Yeah. The food was so good. Is that where you, you just stop at food? Because I feel like there's other things there that you would like to say. I feel like you're making a lot of inferences and I don't know I what you're talking about. I am making many inferences. I don't know what you're talking about, but the food is really good. And the culture? The food and the culture <laughs> are really good. Okay. And that's all I will say about we that. We also went to the Museum of Black. Oh, civilization. Yeah, black yeah. civilizations, which is really interesting. Um, yeah, there's just and we went to La Croze, which know. is where they do the salt digging. Oh, I don't know that. I don't know um, what that is. And the it turns pink. Ah, uh, that rings a bell. Yeah. Um, yeah, you're not gonna say it, so I'm gonna say it. Hmm. There are some very, very attractive people in Senegal. I said the food was good. <laughs> what just, more do you need from me, Namusa? I'll, I'll just leave it there. <laughs> and by people, what do we mean? What do you mean? Well, I like it's the first country that I've been to where like everybody runs at five. It's like a thing. Ah, uh, yes. And yes. there's outdoor gyms everybody. along the entirety, like. Outdoor gyms. Yeah. You know where else you'll see that? Brazil. Who also is known for having great food. And beautiful people. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. People, like, working out all the time. Yeah. It was impressive. Is, I was like, ooh, I wonder what your health outcome... Like, the nerd in me was like, I wonder what your health outcomes are like. Get out of here. Yeah. Your health outcomes. Probably great, because people are exercising. <laughs> okay, World Bank, CIA Factbook. <laughs> Uh, speaking of good food, yes. One of the perks of being in DC, mm-hmm. the men that match their shoes to their belts. What men who match their shoes to their belts? Okay. I, there was a lot of that in DC, and it was a nice reminder that people do that. Do you know who does? Zimbabwean men. No, your little president. Ew! What does that have to? Why are you doing that? <laughs> Why would you ruin that for me? I'm sorry. I, first of all, I don't even know if that's true. But you're going to spend time on the internet I'm, looking oh, it up. I will absolutely not, fam. Thanks. Now it's going to become a thing. It's going to be like the no. Google predictive text. No. Um, no, I like that too. Like, just a nice... I always look for watches and shoes. I 
to buy it. That's maybe the next step of my luxury. So I mean, plan. on other people. Yeah, I know. But I realize I don't own a watch and like I shouldn't rely on a phone. That's not mature of me. Watch will be the next purchase. Noted. Welcome. Thanks. <laughs> You've arrived. I know. Um, what else? I feel like the world has... Yeah, my world has been pretty small because of everything going on. So I haven't really been out in these streets. Um, but I'm slowly starting to reemerge. Don't quote me on that, though. <laughs> no, I mean, there's no rush. I mean, do what feels good. And if it doesn't feel good to be in these streets, that's fine. Were you... Inquiring minds would like to know. Mm. Were you on Tinder in... I was. DC. And I was on Tinder from give Nairobi us, give in us DC. A, give us feedback. I put my location as DC on yeah, Tinder. Yeah, so because you can do so that, that, right? So that I could, in advance, do research. You could do your due diligence. Yes. And I matched with a few people. And then, oddly enough, I didn't meet any of them. Why? Well, I wanted to be up front and say that, listen, I'm only in town for a few weeks. So... So nothing serious. Just for fun. Mm, no, not even. Because, like, I... It's hard. Because I definitely think that a meaningful relationship can come anywhere, from yeah. anywhere. But some of the guys on Tinder didn't necessarily see it that way. Yeah. So the only person that actually responded... So I only matched with three people. Well, no. I had many people who had who had liked me. But I only Respond, t- responded yeah. to, a, to three. Okay. Because I was like, that's enough for a rotation. Like, I don't need to be doing too much. Yeah. But one of the three sent a message which shows you the law of averages and odds. Like, you got to be really out here. Yeah. And so... So that's he a 33%. His, yeah. And so he put, a pro, he put something in his message, say, or his profile, rather, saying, um, like, I'm here till May, because I think he was a grad student. Okay. And I'm not going to say where. <clears throat> Georgetown Law. But, <laughs> <laughs> and he said, let's meet... Let's meet... Oh, my God. You're ridiculous. Let's meet for coffee. And so I sent him a message saying... Hey, I'm only in town for two weeks, Mm -hmm. but I'm down for coffee if you are. Mm -hmm. And then he responds, how about we skip the coffee and you come to my place? What? The moose's face right now? (laughs) I'm sure that exists in other parts of the world, but like that. And this is my thing. If you only wanted that, I would not say that. Just say that in your profile. And then I would have known not to swipe on you because that's just not my style. Yeah. And so I sent a message saying, hey, oh, so you meant coffee, coffee <laughs> in your profile, which was kind of making, making light of the whole thing. And I said, um, I prefer to get to know you first, um, but I'm sure there are many coffee drinkers on this app. Um, and if that's not where you're at, that's totally fine. I'm not offended. He didn't respond to that. So I unmatched. Good for you, and though. I, it was like a week where he didn't say anything. I yeah. gave him some time. I was like, I know you got finals, but bruv, you can spend two minutes yeah, yeah. writing a message. So I let that go. And then the other two, they never responded. Um, did you write to them after you met? Yeah, yeah, okay. I did, I did. I wrote everybody the same message. It's like, by the way, I'm only here because I want people to have all the info. Yeah. Maybe there are certain people who don't want to invest in someone who's only in town for a few weeks. And that's fair. Yeah. Like everybody has a different preference. Um, but my whole thing is that I'm getting more and more hip to the fact that the world is my oyster. She just said hip to the fact. What? Is that a bad thing? No, it just means you're... I'm old? Coming to my side of the... Is that something you say? That's something I would say. Okay, well, we're here now. Um, I'm still calling songs I like bops. (sighs) And using Issa non-ironically. Oh my gosh. I know, and (laughs) Wuchale. 
Sorry, it's from the, mm. one of the previous episodes. That's you. That was your whole thing, not mine. Don't. That is, yes. So anyhow, um, I, and I'm coming, I'm becoming hip and more and more hip to the fact that um, love can happen anywhere, not just Nairobi. And even though this is of a city course. where I reside, it's of not course. necessarily going to happen here. Yeah, love can really it, happen it anywhere. It might happen here. Yeah. And I'm open to that meeting, a really meaningful person in my life here, of course. But I'm also trying to be more intentional about the fact that every time I leave, I should also treat that as an opportunity to meet to someone meet. great. Yeah. Which is why I... Don't block your blessings. Yeah, that's why I set my location in advance to be like, all right, let's see like, who yeah. else is out there. Because I, I always say when I'm traveling, like, I don't have enough time, I'm busy, I'm meeting people, or I'm at work, I'm exhausted. But I've actually committed myself to go on a date in every country that I visit. That's a great idea. Unless like I literally am... Like it's not safe. Yeah. Like, okay, fine. But if I have enough days, like if I'm like there, I can, yes, I can schedule a coffee and to be more intentional about it because it's actually like, yes, there's some people like, oh, I wasn't looking for it and it just happened. Congratulations. That's fine. (laughs) And maybe that might also be my story, but I also think. But right now that's not your story. I think intention is also half the battle to show that you're actually open to this because it's interesting, even though I was actively on Tinder in DC and Bumble and like trying to meet and like connect with people there and just seeing kind of who's available. I was actually talking to guys in Nairobi on WhatsApp. Cause Wait. like the men who I'd met before I left on Tinder or Bumble in Nairobi. Yeah. So it was weird. Even though my intention was about DC and I was trying to focus there and like be, you know, intentional and okay, try to meet someone, go on a date. Cause it's also a practice. Like you have to listen, like practice listening to people yeah. and engaging with their stories and offering your own stories yeah. and this back and forth thing where, I mean, I can talk to friends really well, but the dating is a different thing. The kind of like the for sometimes the force interaction. And like of, trying to make it work sometimes because it's too early. Yeah. 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 And, and also to be fair, I try to give two dates because even champions league gives you two chances. So I feel like sometimes you don't bring your a game date one. Maybe yeah. you're tired. You had a rough day you're not switched on so i'm down for like i'm down yeah. for a two-day minimum um but even it didn't work do you out think people have a responsibility to try and get themselves to a better place and or reschedule the date if they're having a rough day before a first date is it their responsibility i think it's everyone's responsibility to take care of themselves yeah so whatever that means yeah so if that means you should not be on a date today then reschedule just reschedule yeah, yeah. um but if you if that date would brighten your day, yeah, or give you something else to think about, yeah. I think that's great. But then you're also responsible for the energy that you, that you bring. bring. Like you can't bring whatever roughness you yeah, had yeah, yeah. your crusty to, day energy, yeah, to that other person. Mm-hmm. So okay, I think that falls within my two rules. Like one, you have it's your responsibility to manage your own feelings and to take care of yourself. And then two, it's your energy is your responsibility. Like the the energy you bring to a room is your responsibility. Yeah. So. I think my answer falls pretty well within those two, my two rules for life. Well, I have many rules, but those are two. Um, So yeah, even though my intention was in DC, oddly enough, there were these conversations that happening here, happening with Nairobi based men, which I was not expecting, but just kind of happened. So even though I was looking in one direction, there was the complete opposite direction that was happening and I hadn't intended it. So I do think intention period, regardless of location, plays a role because Good I don't think the other two things would have actually happened Yeah, if I wasn't mentally ready for that to happen, for that type of thing. Yeah. Will you be going on any dates? Well, you said every time you travel, you're committed to doing one, right? Yes. So that is my goal. Good. Let's see if I do it. 
because sometimes it's really hard for me to swipe right on people. I, I can hold lie. you accountable. Yeah. Does it have to be... Ro- Sorry, I, I think it's important to clarify. Does it have to be a romantic date? Or like, would you be... Like, let's say you just don't meet somebody, but you're like, this person's cool, but not that I'm attracted to. It would have to be... No, it's a romantic date. Okay. It's something... So it's not a, a friendship. No. It's, it's something that... It, uh, what's the word? I'm intrigued enough to swipe right. Yeah. That's already step one. That's also very difficult already. I think for many of us it is. And also for men too. Like, it's really hard yeah, yeah, to yeah. sift through these apps and find someone that you're yeah. like, oh, that's in- like, oh, okay. Yeah. Also just based on the angles that people take photos at. All people. <laughs> Not all angles. <laughs> Not all angles. Not all angles. Um, so yes, no, it is. The intention is I'm intrigued. I would like to learn more. Okay. I'm not saying I'm intrigued. You, my oh, husband, my, now. Yeah, yeah. Or I want to have your babies. Or, yeah, I'm just saying I'm intrigued. I would like to learn more, and that is the intention of those dates and different cities. Yeah. But a romantic, I mean, yes. I'm romantically intrigued. Yes. I would like to learn more. Yes. Okay. Cool. And then if it's meh, then okay. I've I tried. feel like that would be a great blog. That is a. You're right. Except or a good podcast, which we're in luck. <laughs> Funny thing that we should have a podcast. Oh, look at that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, Do travel plans coming up? Yes. All right. My college reunion. <laughs> well, you know that's how reunions have many meetings. Oh, goodness. Yeah. How are you feeling about that? I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it. Are there people, people specifically? Oh, you looking totally. To? Okay. There's a few crushes I had 10 years ago. Slash I'm, like the glow up, the and, like and they, that part in the movie where you walk in and like. It's like, oh, this old thing? The DJ stops. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Excellent. Oh, I'm ready. Please, a- please live all our, like, 14-year-old Oh, my goodness. Dreams. Oh, if I could only talk to college Addie and just let her know, sis, it's <laughs> going to be okay. Sit tight. Just long game. Stay the course. Long game. <laughs> it's going to be just fine. So if we have any listeners who are in their Struggling. early college days, or just not even in their early college days. It gets better, sweetheart. It does get it better. It gets better. It gets way worse in other aspects of your life, but that True. gets better. Mm-hmm. The rest of adulthood is a sham. Yeah, yeah. But that specifically. This part. The like, I told you so moment. Mm. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Without having to verbalize that. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm also looking forward to, I think for a part of it, I'm going to be in New York. Nice. Which I haven't been to New York in many, many years. Did you ever live in New York? I was born in New York. No. Oh. New Yorker. Uh, before I was a Marylander, I was a New Yorker. And yeah, I'm looking forward to maybe a date in New York, which... That would be kind of nice. Also a podcast episode. Also a, a blog idea. I mean, there was a whole show called Sex in the City. That, that whole thing? About that whole thing. Uh, even though Living Single was first and better. But anyhow. Agreed. Um, yeah. That's, uh, I feel like I was, I was going to say something and I cannot remember for the life of me what it was. Um, Do you have an acronym for this week? An acronym? Do you know who you got that from? Chriselle. Oh, that's, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Always ask Kid The Fury. Read, yeah. yes. The Read, the podcast. Which I have, I honestly, I'm, well, I'm very behind on podcasts, so I, 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 too I, ha- am. I have not listened to a lot in a very long time. Um, oh gosh, this is going to bother me. Why don't I know what I was going to say? It's fine. We can edit it back in later. <laughs> that's fine. Anything else that you want to share? Um, life is very hard right now. Um just trying to give yeah like extra loving compassion to people who I know there's a lot of people going through very difficult things right now mm-hmm. and in different like in grief places and mm-hmm. 
kind of every imaginable way you can think of. Um, so yeah, I guess I just want to dedicate this episode to people who are having a difficult time. Um, and I want to say it gets better, but I'm, yeah, it might not get better for a long time. Yeah. So let's just make content that makes people laugh and know that here, here. you are cared about and valued. Um, at least from me and Addie. Hi. I think of that person in Réunion all the time, which is so funny. Oh, our listener. Our in, one listener in Réunion. That's Reunion for the Anglophone, Achiangs of the world. <laughs> Bringing it back. Was that, was that the proverb of the week? Uh, I really liked the one that you said, actually. The one, the tweet that you got. Which was, Achiang, comma, get that imperialist money. Yeah. Or secure the imperialist bag. Yes, that's the proverb. Say it one, la- one more time for the people in the back. Achiang. Comma. No, be, I'm going to paraphrase a little bit. Okay. Whatever moves you. Be like Achiang. Mm. Secure that imperialist bag. There you go. It's a proverb of the week. Week, 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 week. And with that, listeners, how did they find us? Oh, dear. Um, <laughs> okay, I got, I got this. I know how this is. Okay, so on Instagram, we're Africana. Same on Twitter. A-F-R-A-C-A-N-A-H. Yes, got it. And on Facebook, we're... Africana podcast, same spelling of Africana. Not going to do it again. Attempt fate and podcast. And then email if you have any words of wisdom, comments, queries, questions, um, feedback. feedback. <laughs> then it is ask, A S K, Africana, A F R A C A N A H at gmail.com. Yeah, we'll be back soon with more exciting interviews and just talking about life all righty thanks everyone don't ever change